This is God's holy and infallible word. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things in her heart and pondered them there. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. The idea for this particular message came from a a Christmas message I read from a a pastor I I really respect, and we're going to reflect mainly on the idea of the shepherds returning. The shepherds returned, we read at the beginning of verse 20. They returned, of course, from this great event that happened that night. And it seems to me there are great events and great moments in life which we would love to prolong, which we would love to keep going and not have to return from. I'm talking about moments of joy that we maybe want to hold on to. Maybe it's a special time with our husband or wife. Maybe it's a, a dream vacation or a special date. Maybe it's basking in the moment of something amazing that you accomplished, like a basketball game that was won, a marathon run, a test that you aced a musical performance gone really well. Maybe this time of joy, it's a spiritual mountaintop experience, like serving those in need down in Mexico or at Hogar de Ninos. Maybe it's sitting around the Christmas tree with a fire and hot chocolate with your loved ones. Everyone's home for Christmas. There are these times that are as near perfection as we get this side of heaven, aren't there? You know what I'm talking about? When we have a foretaste of glory, everything is perfect. But then there's the return. Going back to normal. After a service project, you've got to come back home to the regular routine. After an amazing vacation, you've got to get back to the daily grind. After a great Sunday, 
I wake up on Monday mornings, I go into the office and start the work and planning and preparations for the following week. Think of a biblical example, Jacob in the Old Testament. After his vision of angels descending and ascending the ladder into heaven, next morning he woke up with his head on that hard rock he was using for a pillow, a crook in his neck, and he had to continue on his long journey. And the shepherds, too, returned. What a night they had. It started out normal enough. Smell outdoors, included the smell of sheep. A dark night sky full of stars, unpolluted by city lights. We can't even imagine unless maybe we're going up way north in Michigan or Wisconsin or somewhere. And then suddenly an angel came. The glory of the Lord shone around about them. They received this amazing news of great joy that Jesus, the Christ, was born. And they had the best Christmas worship service ever with the great company of hosts appearing and singing. I bet it was almost as good as our children's church this morning and Sunday school kids this evening. Almost as good as that. They had gone to Bethlehem. They visited with Mary and Joseph and the baby. They saw the word become flesh that we just read about in John and the fulfillment of all the promises of the Old Testament. And they worshiped and they believed. And then the shepherds returned to their fields, to their stinky sheep. You ever wonder if if the angels maybe watched their flock while while, uh, they were visiting Jesus? Someone had to watch those sheep. I kind of wonder, I wonder, I wonder who did that. Maybe it's the angels. They returned to their daily work, their job of herding sheep at the very bottom rung of society. They returned to a situation where the people of Israel were ruled by the Roman Empire. They went back to a church life where the religious leaders were more concerned with legalisms than the Lord in people's hearts. Heaven had like opened up, but they had to go return. So sad. But then, of course, they returned. What else would they do? God's kingdom had not yet fully arrived. Heaven had opened, but then closed as the angels withdrew and it became dark again. They had seen just the beginning of the promise of the ages. Jesus was still a baby. He was lying in a manger. He hadn't grown yet. He hadn't started his ministry. There was a lot that would still happen. Jesus had to grow, live with us a little while. He was to be despised and rejected of men, cast out nailed to that cross where he shed his blood for his own. Then he'd rise again on the third day, ascend into heaven, send his spirit, and then he'd be preached and proclaimed to the world. And then he'll come again one day to judge the living and the dead. And at that time in the future, heaven's doors will open never to shut again. And those who see that day and belong to Jesus will never, ever have to return to the darkness. 
And so these shepherds returned because they had to. You know, maybe they wished they could bask in that glimpse of glory behind monastery walls and and hold on to that night in their minds all by themselves instead of going back to the day-by-day grind of shepherding and living in a world of darkness and sin. But to hole away and to separate themselves and just hold on to that great moment and wait for Jesus, that wasn't the way to go. God's word that they had seen and heard was now in them and in their hearts and minds and in their soul. They heard the good news of great joy that would be for all people, and they had to repeat the joy. They had seen the word become flesh, and now they would be witnesses of it. They would become witnesses of what they heard and saw because the word had to reach the ends of the world. And and so they returned to their everyday tasks, like you and me, the house cleaning, the writing reports at work, taking exams at school, paying bills, parenting, getting up day after day, showering, shaving, getting dressed, driving to work, making a living. But the shepherds had a new joy and a new calling. And so do we. Do you? Do you have that calling? Do you have that calling, friends? Do you? That you're living witnesses of what had come to pass. They had met Christ. Have you? There was a joy in their hearts and a song on their lips We read, they returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told to them. The song of the angel choir was still resounding in their hearts. It always would. And it had become their own. Glory to God. Peace on earth to men. They had believed. They heard the word spoken from heaven. They responded. They believed that this child would do what was said and that he would be who he said he would be. And so there wasn't the disappointment in the returning like we might think. But they rejoiced as they returned. They carried the joy and the hope in their hearts. And so do we. And so we return from Bethlehem. We return from meeting Jesus, believing, rejoicing. We're his witnesses so that by God's grace, others would meet him and experience the resounding joy that transforms our lives so that even our everyday tasks can be done for his honor and glory. He gives us the joy and the strength and the power to return, to press on, to witness for him, to live the good news until one day when he returns or calls you home, you'll be with him forever never to return. Amen. Let's pray.